a Six Feet Under retrospective. I am your funeral director, Robin, and I'm joined by my Six Feet Undertakers. Moira. And I'm Des. And we have with us our usual season finale uh, funeral director, but she was <laughs> kind enough to trade with Steph because of scheduling problems. Thank you for coming on the show. What do you say, Gabby? I say thank you for having me. <laughs> Always a pleasure. <laughs> it's like I don't talk to you enough. <laughs> Are you calling Gabby the season killer? She like she's like the season finale uh, girl. She kills the seasons. Oh. <laughs> See, I was hey, expecting hey, her so- to say to say hello with a southern accent. I'm Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> so hey, um, I uh, um, this morning my friend uh picked up a uh all five copies uh all five copies all five seasons of uh. Six Feet Under on DVD, so I might borrow them from him, <laughs> so I don't have to keep obtaining these. That's what you got to do. You got to borrow them. Yeah, that's what I'm. And gonna, then you yeah. don't give them back, and then you make your friend come on the show without even letting them review the DVD, right, Robert? Right, <laughs> right. And then you make other people feel guilty for not buying them, right, Gabby? Right. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, I pay good money every month to have HBO. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that is so I just utilize the HBO go that loves to lock up on yeah. me. But whatever. It, <laughs> it takes me a really long time to watch an episode, but I'll be darned. I got through it. <laughs> and it was awesome. <laughs> well, I got three hours. I might as well sit down and watch this episode. <laughs> No. <laughs> I got a day and a half off from work. <laughs> I got nothing else to do. Watch this 58 minutes of TV. <laughs> How long will it take to watch an hour long show? <laughs> 19 days. <laughs> wow, we really appreciate you being here. And that's <laughs> Thank you. I just, I used up every moment of my free time. Yes. Uh, and I, watch during your sleep. So <laughs> I also want to say to our listeners, uh, if you're still mad at me from the last episode before being completely ignorant and <laughs> obnoxious, uh, just try to uh, imagine how I feel. Uh, <laughs> I have to live with this every day. So, but if you don't remember, it's okay. We can move on. You, you still think I'm a cool guy. Um, other than that, I completely denounce myself. So there it is on record. It's denounce and reject. Denounce and reject yes, myself. Get it right. Yes. <laughs> this will be a rejection cast from now on. All right. So that wasn't funny. Um, let's move into. Let's move into the Darwin Awards, in which uh, you know. All right, so um, this story is called Bees 1, Human 0. Um, this took place in 2002, Brazil. Um, much I, I say that like I'm talking about a period piece, like in 1940s China. Um, no, it was 2002 in Brazil. A farm keeper, going to be funny later, guys, I'm sorry. Um, a farm keeper from Sao Paulo decided to remove a beehive from his orange tree. He didn't know exactly how to proceed, but he knew the hive should be burned, and he knew bees sting. So, he protected his head with a plastic bag sealed tightly around his neck, 
grabbed a torch, and went off to fight the bees. His worried wife went to look for him a few hours later and found him dead. However, it wasn't the bees that killed him. The plastic bag had protected him from smoke, stingers, and oxygen! Shocker! I don't understand what went wrong. It sounded like a perfect plan. God, what a loser. He didn't even get to incorporate any autoerotic activity in that death. <laughs> he should have been flaming on the bees and masturbating at the same time. Isn't it? <laughs> that's, a, that's a Friday night at my house. <laughs> well, I just went grocery shopping. Now what do I do with these bags? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, let's take a break right now and hear from our friends that are wrapping things up at CarnyCast. Calling all carnies, freaks, and roustabouts. Roll up, roll up, and come and check out CarnyCast. I'm Claire, and I'm a huge fan of the critically acclaimed HBO show Carnival. Not seen it? Well, until recently, neither had these guys. I'm Matt. I'm Naomi. And I'm Tammy. Together, inspired by other intro casts, we are watching the show and reviewing it episode by episode. Whether you're already a fan of the show, or, like Matt, Mel and Tammy, just watching it for the first time, CarniCast is perfect for you. And if you're watching it for the first time, don't worry, there are no spoilers here. You can visit us at carnicast.blogspot.com or find us on iTunes and Facebook by searching for Carnicast. Let's shake some dust, children! <laughs> <laughs> and we're back, and uh, yes, uh, we have, uh, I think, a couple episodes more to go for Carnicast. And, you know, if you haven't checked them out, you haven't watched Carnival. And and you're totally sold by uh, Gabby's idea of using HBO Go for three hours. <laughs> Check out Carnival and tune into uh, their podcast. They're good peeps. <laughs> and we're terrible peeps because we were supposed to uh, leave them feedback and we never got to it. So true. That is true. I'm not including you that you and that Gabby. I'm, I meant. I was gonna say you're terrible. You're a terrible person for not knowing anything <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we're here in Open Casket Viewing, uh, and Moira, it's your turn. Season 3, Episode 10, Everyone Leaves. Everyone is unraveling. David accompanies Keith to a difficult family funeral. Rico questions the speed of Vanessa's recovery from depression. Lisa decides to visit her sister in Santa Cruz, leaving Nate alone with Maya and Brenda. Arthur wonders whether he should be mixing laundry with Ruth, who is questioning their strange relationship. Russell lets Claire in on a dark secret. Brenda's brother, Billy, crosses the line with her. Written by Scott Buck and directed by Daniel Minahan. Okay, so uh, mm -hmm. we're here. And uh, let me remind you, well, maybe you guys don't didn't realize, but um, uh, we took... Uh, close to two hours last time, so <laughs> you have to speed it up a maybe little. Maybe not as much yeah. uh, with. Yes, we just there just, was so much to talk about last time. I know, and there's even more to talk about this time. <laughs> this is me. I don't know about that. Well, oh my god, seriously, so much stuff happened in this episode. Oh my god, I forgot. I mean, I obviously haven't seen this 
particular episodes and mm-hmm. initially watching right. originally and i'm like holy crap a lot of stuff happens <laughs> i'm like how did how did all this stuff happen in 52 minutes i don't know <laughs> and it's amazing because we are uh we're going to be taking a one week break after this so you guys are gonna have to just hold on to your dvds and wait for us and or just watch it and whatever <laughs> i mean Let us i'm catch not your up. mother uh <laughs> But uh, I thought this was a perfect place to. Uh, it's always on a cliffhanger. We take a break. So, um, okay. So uh, Taylor is playing soccer in front of a giant lawnmower. And I did not even recognize that that was Taylor no? until until I saw the chief, and I was like, "Oh yeah, the chief is Keith's dad." I was in the same boat. I would, and I was sure they were going to have a lawnmower munchie episode, but I was yeah, confused, and that did not occur. One- why was he mowing the lawns when um, there are children playing soccer? Seriously. I mean, seriously. Dear knows. <laughs> he was awfully close to those kids. And he's just yes. like, ho-hum. Um, so, uh, yeah, Roderick and Lucille are enjoying a cookout when Aunt Jeannie gets stung by a bee. They try calling 911, but she dies right in front of Roderick okay, and Taylor. Okay, cue the medical undercurrent music. Here's my PSA. If you're allergic to Hymenoptera, you bring your EpiPen with you. Maybe she Don't, didn't know. Because no, she knew, because um, she says she knows. Mm-hmm. Really? Because I didn't yeah. think she did. Okay. Because yeah. uh, what's her face said? Had you ever been stung before? And I thought she said no. But uh, oh, see, maybe I misunderstood. But I thought she knew she was allergic, and that's why she. Because I thought so too. My ex-husband was allergic, but he didn't know until when he was working one day, and uh, he got stung by a bee on his hand, and it was like so swollen that he could, it was like three times the size of his hand usually is and so he didn't know he was uh, allergic until that happened but see that's not that's probably not that's probably not now not deathly oh, that's probably not? that's normal no that's normal a bee sting can that's make your normal? hand like yeah it can no it can swell up your whole never arm had that issue. it's when you get weird. the rest well, no it's when you get the respiratory stuff the breathing and uh, the lives and the stuff. That's the real the real deal. Anyhow, if she knew, so people, if you're allergic, please bring your EpiPen with you, damn it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's like it's like having asthma and not bringing your inhaler with you. Yes, Hello? good analogy. Oh, and, and if you use your EpiPen, you still have to go to the hospital. You're not allowed to use it and then just carry on with your picnic. <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> well, because it wears off and then your allergy can come back and you can die anyway, like three hours later. So, no, seriously, you have to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. But what if the burgers are almost done? <laughs> ah, hell, bring them with you. Pack <laughs> them up and have a picnic in the ER. What the heck? So, uh, yeah, an amazing sex scene we see next. Uh, one that I believe Moira and Des have been waiting for. <laughs> you know what this episode started off in all the wrong ways first we had the return of taylor then we had rico and vanessa getting it on and i said okay this episode's a one i can tell you right now this episode's gonna get a one <laughs> luckily it got better i was happy to see little taylor because i like her yeah so i don't she's care about sassy her. she is sassy mm-hmm. 
Um, so Vanessa has a surprise. Uh, she signed them up for dance class. And uh, turns out that Rico's mom used to win some trophies. And uh, Vanessa thinks, hey, maybe I'll win. And then she jumps out of bed and says, you know, she's going to go eat the kids up and make coffee. And yeah, Rico is very happy right now. <laughs> Yes. Uh, and she's, she's entirely happy. Yeah, yeah. And she's entirely too happy. Mm. Yeah, a little bit, a little too happy. <laughs> Plus, you know, did you catch the inference that uh, a special surprise is her special sex trick? So I take it that means he doesn't get oral sex very much. Uh, <laughs> like it's a special treat or something. I don't know. That's just the last I time I tried talking about this stuff, I got in trouble. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, we can move along if you like, Robin. <laughs> no, I can't say anything, so never mind. I'll shut up. <laughs> that was called the missionary position, Robin. Right. Just, you know, in case you're. <laughs> oh. All right. So. Uh... <laughs> See, we call a special surprise a trip to Chili's in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, none of this plugging other shows. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, oh. Bunk. The host uh, of, uh, both the hosts of Beach Please are on tonight, so watch out. Okay. okay. Robin never Not does that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to start up a show with Moira called Dr. Please. <laughs> she's gonna so she's good. gonna dispense all sorts of medical advice for like medical myths. I'm gonna dispel yeah. myths, and I'm and I'm not gonna believe them. I'm gonna be real ignorant. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, doctor, please. <laughs> all right, so uh, David's checking out Taylor's Barbie. Uh, he recounts the tales of yore of this childhood where. He used to use his G.I. Joes and court-martial them by standing them naked in front of the other dolls. Wow. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> I was worried about him as a child. <laughs> um, and I, I do believe uh, we saw in a flashback David in the embalming room holding up a naked G.I. Joe doll. I think that was a callback. So... I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, anyway, so uh, David kind of wants to take a break from the threesomes, and this doesn't seem to make Keith very happy. <laughs> he shuts right down. And we see that they're on their way to their great aunt's funeral, to Keith's great aunt's funeral. And uh, he said, uh, you know, David thinks that maybe he can, uh, you know, straighten things out with his father. And Keith says he doesn't have any problems with his dad because he's been doing some individual therapy. And David can't believe that he's not sharing all the intimate details of his individual therapy, which I think is ridiculous. But <laughs> <laughs> that's your own stuff, man. Lay off, David. H hence the name, individual yeah. therapy. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Gregory Fasto wants a better casket for his wife. Nate tries to talk him out of it. And uh, he's, he's not into making money, I guess. I was like, he's the worst salesperson ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, so the the guy says, you know, it's the last thing you'll ever be able to do for her. He was a bad husband. He did a fair. He had affairs. He had, she took care of him while he was having, you know, diagnosed with cancer. And things were really good in the end. And he really owes her. And he breaks down and he falls to his knees. And. Tells him she was everything to me, and he's 
and uh, Nate just it's just like I'm so sorry you know and Nate <laughs> says what the hell wow yeah well, he's thinking he's that? thinking is that how you're supposed to feel about your wife <laughs> 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 That's what I think he's thinking. <laughs> so this really gets to Nate. He's crying in the kitchen, and uh, Ruth rubs his shoulders. This is something she used to do for uh, Nathaniel. Um, and and I might add, she's a better shoulder rubber than Rico. Just I'm giving her points. Ah, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just thinking the Bitch Please podcast should sell shoulder rubbers. I'm just saying, maybe with your. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> so uh, Lisa arrives and takes over, and uh, Nate turns around and sobs in her arms. Aww. Oh, God. <laughs> I felt bad for Nate. I'm sorry. I, I, everybody cries in this episode. What a bunch of pussies. Yes, <laughs> Cylon, Des, in real life. People cry sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not all the damn time. Give me a break. Pain hurts. <laughs> Internalize it. Make it anger. You want everybody to be Keith then? Ugh. <laughs> Jeez. No. Ugh. Keep going, Robin. Keep Brenda, going. <laughs> Brenda reads uh, Nathaniel and Isabel. At Brenda. Oh, boy. I like I Brenda. Brenda. <laughs> 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 oh, Billy was really happy about some of the more uh, <laughs> disgusting or evil parts of Nathaniel and Isabel. Billy, I think believe. Billy would have fit in really well with um, David's earlier GI Joe fantasy. <laughs> yeah, they could have really gotten together on that. <laughs> uh, and, wow, those books are terrible <laughs> for kids. <laughs> Those are some fucked up books. Um, kind of like Lemony Snicket, though, and those poor Baudelaire. I don't no? think Lemony Snicket had uh, the characters caning each other. Well, no, children. they weren't beating each other. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, taking a water bath, you know? I mean, yeah. I don't think it was quite that graphic. <sighs> Second twisted. Yes. So, yeah, Billy kind of blames it on his uh, bipolar disorder. <laughs> brief, out, <laughs> brief outbursts, was it? Yeah. That's so convenient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't it though? I'm, it's, it's, oh, I'm bipolar. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, whatever. I'm bipolar. Um, Olivier compliments Claire on this photo of Ruth. What did you guys think of that photo? I liked it. I thought it was creepy. <laughs> Maybe I'll post it in the group. She looks sort of, um, I don't know, a little ghost-like actually. Yeah. Yeah. So it was creepy in that sense, but I liked it. Russell is listening on. He's looks like he's seething with jealousy, and he gets really. And his hair is still dirty. His hair is still yeah. dirty. Doesn't he look like he smells? Like, yes. Like Russell just yes. looks like See, he's he not, Okay, you don't look at him and say, "Oh, there's a yummy piece of you know tender <laughs> loving boy that I really want to numb up." No, you think go wash your hair, get your stink off, and maybe we'll see how you clean up. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I mean. He's in, he's out of his mind, and he probably smells. <laughs> Jesus, like I can't. Oh, why, why, Claire? Why? <laughs> um, anyway, he, he he the blade is too dull for his artwork, and he flips out and starts <laughs> ripping everything up. Olivier is really happy about this. He he says he thinks he um, hates his work because he hates himself, and that the, the problem is he's focused on himself. He shouldn't be focused on himself. And uh, Russell lashes out at Olivier and calls him a pathetic poser. 
Mm-hmm. Yay, go Russell. And then as he leaves, Olivier's like, oh, I wish you slammed the door. Young people have no commitment these days. He always has to, he always has to have the last word. And, you know, yeah. Olivier, what a douche. <laughs> Although what he said about Russell has an awful lot of tr- truth to it. Mm. Yeah, Russell also himself. what Russell said about Olivier has an awful yeah. lot of truth about it, too. <laughs> sure. It's like they yeah, know each well, other really well. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. 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 I wonder why. Hmm. Um, so Lisa is uh, packing up. She's going to see her sister in Santa Cruz. She's looking forward to a couple days without Maya. And Nate asks her, her for a list, and she says, no, I trust you. Just don't let Ruth give the baby a bath. She scrubs the baby like a potato. <laughs> and they have a really nice, touching, loving goodbye. This is like a complete reversal from previous anal retentive list making, um, Lisa. Yes. Growth wow. people. Yes. Which is, she, yeah, a little bit. Apparently she decided that um, everything's happy now. Her relationship is wonderful now and everything's going to be great. And I don't have to be a bitch anymore because we're happy and everything's perfect. It was the power of the pyramid. It was. <laughs> 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 So I hope oh, never mind, I'll wait till we get to the end. Yes. Arthur <laughs> Arthur's arranging his socks. Oh, he's very confused oh, because he just doesn't know which one was actually paired with which one. Arthur's <laughs> which was awesome. They're all the same, it doesn't matter. <sighs> um they have different wear flip flops, different don't have to worry wear about patterns, it. Does, different thread wear. <laughs> just wear flip flops and you won't have to worry about it. <laughs> Um, so Ruth says that she wants some intimacy <laughs> and uh, she starts to feel like she's a little old. He, sa- he says that she's the perfect age and she, when she right out and out asks for sex, he says that he thinks sex can be, can be when two become one, it needn't always be painful, but it is indeed a very slippery slope. <laughs> What? <laughs> what does that even mean? Like, what, the, what kind of experience has he had? Well, he thinks he's had sex in in a, right. in a sense. In a sense, I'm not really sure. <laughs> had sex? If you don't know, then you haven't. Okay. It's like an orgasm. If you have to wonder if you've had one, you haven't had one. <laughs> yes, you will know. Um. <laughs> So we're back at the funeral and uh, Keith is walking off towards the funeral without David. And, you know, he's got, he's getting it. He's, he's becoming old Keith again. He, and David, David gets upset about this. And then he finds something else to focus his upsetness on, which is how unprofessional these arrangements are. (laughs) He even says, I hope your aunt, your aunt is face up. (laughs) That, that was really sad. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> Take a break, David. Come on. So Roderick, uh, Lucille, and Taylor greet them. Taylor offers Keith to come sit with them. David sticks back, and then this organist comes up and asks David's permission to begin. <laughs> David says he should try Ave Maria, and then he starts handing out prayer cards. <laughs> <laughs> Did he ask him if he was a funeral director because he was the only white guy there? Yeah, maybe. And because he looks the part, yeah. let's face it. Yes, he does. <laughs> uh, we're back at Billy's, and Billy is saying how happy he is that Brenda's staying with him. And oh, she talks no. about how uh, Raul, <laughs> Raul gave her a massage, and Billy's like, oh, I could have given you one. 
Like that. And uh, then he shows her that he's got a Nathaniel and Isabel video for them to watch. Um, so Ruth is doing some laundry, and Arthur shows up and tries to conehead her. Can you hear me? No, now I can. I'm fair not because I was on mute. Um, sorry, I was trying to say that scene with Billy was it like sent red flags up. <laughs> whoop, you know, whoop, whoop. he was. He was feeling a little too close to his sister, mm-hmm. in my opinion, and it was really starting to worry me. <laughs> Justifiably so. <laughs> I wondered if he's gone off his meds again. Mm. I do, too, because yeah. the scene later made me think, oh, my God, he is totally <laughs> off his meds. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, back to the laundry room, and, uh, yeah, uh, Arthur tries a little nuzzle, get his nuzzle on, and he's, he has Ew. he has kerchiefs and, and he, undershirts. Da- he gets rebuffed. <laughs> yeah, yay! They're, his undershirts are not. He used to have wife beaters. That that that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, because now the word white, wife beater is inexorably linked in my mind with Jonesy from Carnival. So, <laughs> in a very affectionate way. Jonesy. So to hear Arthur even mention them kind of made me go you. <laughs> Carney cast. Yeah, exactly. cast. Um, and uh, Arthur says, perhaps you'd prefer that our laundry didn't mix. And uh, Ruth <laughs> says, honestly, I don't care what it does. <laughs> Ruth is acting like a, uh, I don't know, spoiled child who didn't get what she wanted. It was kind of like one minute she's all into it and the next minute she's like, you know, cold shoulder just because, I mean... Oh, because, yeah, we discussed last week how, how does she not see that this guy is so naive and virginal? Well, apparently she didn't realize how much, and now that she does, she doesn't want him anymore. I can't, you know, I mean, it was just so abrupt to me. It was very abrupt. It, it was. It was hard to say whether she was, um, like, she seemed angry with him. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I wonder if on some level she's angry with herself. She should be. Hmm. I think so. She should be yeah. very disappointed in herself for wanting to have sex with Arthur. <laughs> because, oh, yeah. because he's creepy. Yes. <laughs> yes. There was that whole coupling. So um, Claire is waiting for Russell to come back to the classroom. He comes back and he says he thinks he's going crazy. He admits to kind of uh, having a couple butts while he was walking around and now he's, you know his lungs hurt or something like that, right? Um, and, oh, no, he says he feels a little sick. Uh, then... You win, Moira. He finally I admits. I'd be nauseous. He slept. No, you win. You win. You were right. Oh, yeah, I know. Vindicated. And I wish you hadn't been, but you are. Claire is very mad that he lied, and he says he just he thinks he's bi, he's, he's confused, <laughs> and he's he's getting upset with Claire because he says he already feels like an asshole, and Claire screams, "You are an asshole!" <laughs> I couldn't believe it when he looks at her in that lame ass way and says, "Do you forgive me? Mm. Are uh, you kidding me? Mm. She has barely even processed what you've just said to her, and you're already asking for forgiveness." Yeah. I feel like this is his first relationship and he doesn't understand really how it works and how much he hurt her. And it makes me sad because, you know what, I really like them together. I really like them together as friends. And I think that they could have stayed friends and it could have been them against 
Olivier, mm-hmm. and it would have been great, you know. Um, uh-huh. But now, of course, the relationship and they had to fuck it up because no one can be happy. So, yeah, I was disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, he actually even blames it on being high and confused. Uh, oh, how lame ass is that? It was the first time he's ever had sex with a man. Um, and, uh, yeah. So Claire storms out and says, I don't want to see you anymore ever again. Don't even call me. Mm. I, that scene where she screams, you are an asshole. I just, the amount of rage that, uh, Lauren Ambrose puts into that. I was just like, whoa, I was just, I don't know, kind of floored by her. Anyway, uh, Nate rolls up in the playground with Maya. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the cutest little TV baby ever? Yay! Well, I love no, the baby! No, she's not. Yeah. She's so I pretty. think they're so cute! So cute. <laughs> Let's jump up and down. <laughs> no, no, For the longest no. time, I really did think she was the cutest TV baby ever. Uh, Yes. Oh. <laughs> the baby keeps changing. It's a different one this week. <laughs> no, this is the baby. This is Maya. This yeah. yeah. Oh, they, they they actually do use the same child for Maya. Well, it's twins. Well, twins. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, they don't use the same child. They, they use the same relation. <laughs> I guess there was a weird child that popped up here and there, but I this is this is real Maya here. So anyway. Um, so yeah, he meets a single divorced dad and he's talking about his <laughs> perks. Um, and for women, <laughs> yeah. Um, so Nate sits down and calls Lisa, and there's Lisa sitting, um, oceanside. She's got a great view, says so she's looking at the ocean, she's got a great view, and then the signal starts breaking up, and uh, and and then uh, then it hangs up, and Nate tells uh, Maya, you know, your mom's looking at the ocean. And he said, you know what's more beautiful than the ocean? You. I mean, she turns to the side in a cute little way. It's so cute. But, you know, can I just say, I I got a hinky feeling about Lisa right at this point. You got a hinky feeling? I honestly did. Me too. I got a hinky feeling because I thought to myself, you're going up the coast. It's a five-hour drive to go see your Uh sister. You wanted to get there before dark. Most of us would have maybe stopped to pee and eat, but I don't think you would have been doing the sightseeing on the way. There was something just oddly unsettling about that. Let, I I uh-huh. thought she was uh, not even going to see her sister, that she just took off when I saw her sitting on the ocean like that. It was weird, wasn't yeah. it? Okay, well, yeah. these are your theories so far. I, I'm looking forward to hearing uh-huh. what your theories are at the end, as is Gabby, who was talking to me last night uh-huh. about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay, so... Um, Keith shows David how his family owns a lot of plots. And David says, I want to be buried next to you. <laughs> and Keith's like, whoa, baby. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, Taylor comes up and uh, Keith asks uh, if Taylor's happy. And it turns out that Roderick's been a perfect, perfect guy. He's made made Taylor a bunk bed and said that she can sleep on the bottom or she or the top, whatever she wants. And uh, and then it turns out that Roderick was really happy that Keith is coming. And um, Keith says to David, "It's time to talk to my dad." And they mm-hmm. they take hands as a couple and walk back together to the funeral. Um, okay. 
dancing makes Vanessa feel sexy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa, Vanessa disgusts me. I thought she looked pretty hot in this episode. I thought she looked good, actually. I thought she looked good, but she just irritates me. Well, yeah. Uh, Her dress just just made her look chunky. And she's supercharged energy-wise in this whole scene. And I'm just mystified. Yeah, but that's bullshit because her diagnosis is not friggin' manic depression. So I know. Where are the writers going to explain that? I want them to explain this one in a way that I will find medically acceptable. <laughs> would that, uh, would that um, unprescribed cocktail do that to her? No, that's no. that's what makes no sense. The other drug was a benzodiazepine, which is a, more of a sedative. It's an anti-anxiety pill. So no, that's why. In fact, you know, later in the scene when she's desperately thirsty, she reminds me of somebody yeah. on ecstasy more than she reminds me of somebody on... You know, yeah. a cocktail of antidepressants and Zana. I don't know anything about it. Oh, uh, maybe she's got well, the aspirin. Well, I'm wondering if she's got other drugs. She's decided, what the heck? The more, the merrier. Let's try a few more. I'm sorry, Moira, know. but Gabby, can we uh-huh. can we can we just tell Moira to use those three letters that are often employed? I know. S O D. <laughs> Suspension of disbelief. Of course, there's not a hell, hell mouth, and uh, <laughs> you know, underneath uh, like, Fisher. Did uh, they not have a medical consultant on their show? And if they didn't, they could have hired me. <laughs> I could have helped them. I was, I was an authorized, you know, legitimate MD at the time. I think we. I think this is a job for the justificationer. <laughs> I don't oh. think a justificationer listens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right into our show and explain all of this away for me in a way that will allow me to sleep at night. Years later, when the justificationer comes to his senses and starts watching just six feet under and listening to Fishercast, uh, he's going to be like writing in and then be like, "Yeah, dude, the show's <laughs> over." <laughs> I mean, we're still on season two of the X Files, like, and uh, season three of Angel, but whatever. <laughs> oh, <gosh>. Okay, <laughs> so uh, Billy and Brenda. Think the cartoon sucks. Um, it did, cartoon did suck. It was horrible. Bill- and you know, Billy was getting all upset about it. But come on, Billy. When do they ever make a movie, especially a cartoon, based on a book that's as good as a book? Never, ever, ever. That thing looked like you picked it up at a, at a dollar store. Yeah, it, yes. it was like a, yes. a greatly made production. But that's at all. why this is the scene where I got suspicious he was off his drugs because of his overreaction yes. to it. He was, yes, he was he all on the edge so, again. He was all twitchy so like he used to be. Yeah, and then he was starting to get all upset about it. And I was just like, mm. oh, God, he's definitely off his medication this time. I know. I thought he was going to make some comment about uh, his. his um, a tattoo having been cut out and Brenda still having hers. Like, I don't know why, but I had this horrible oh, feeling shit. it was going to go there. <laughs> Pulls the knife out again. Yes. Yeah. He was seriously. really acting like, starting to act like dangerous belly again. Yeah, he was. Yes. And uh, I thought it would make you guys happy, but then he kisses <laughs> Brenda. It was just a brotherly kiss. It was just a fake. <laughs> no. Really? I don't think so. Uh, Apparently, he doesn't know how brothers supposed to kiss their sisters and well first of all they're not supposed to kiss their sisters that's the first rule first rule can you guys talk about this on bitch please 
The first yeah. rule. <laughs> Just the entire show about incest. Ever. I can't stand incest. It grosses me out, and I feel it's unnecessary. Uh. <laughs> oh, and the other thing, and I'm sorry if I'm getting the scene wrong, no, Robin, but um, at some point Billy says something about. Oh, needing her, and she says, "Yeah, I'll, I'll be there to take care of you." Is that somewhere around this point? Yeah, right yeah. yeah. That was, yes. And I thought, "Oh, Brenda, no, 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 yep. no! You're being pulled back down into that yes. that horrible quagmire of quicksand that is Billy." It's so funny. I was right at that same exact thing. Right oh, at that yeah. point, I'm you know I watch it with my wife, who's a newbie, and she was just like, "Oh gosh, here we go again!" <laughs> and then yeah. he kissed her. So just like. Uh, it's so funny because you guys were talking about that so much uh i think it was season one about Mm -hmm. like you know will it go too far sometime well here we are i have i have always believed that billy has an inappropriate love for his sister Mm -hmm. from the very beginning because of the way she took care of him and everything i feel like he is you know, always been kind of in love with her in a non-brothery way. And now I have proof. Mm-hmm. And we're, I didn't want to and we're uh, at the dance club now. Uh, Rico and Vanessa <laughs> have taken their dancing out in the town and they're having this, they're having a blast. And, uh, and then we see it turn into something from Requiem for, for a dream or something um, <laughs> where Vanessa really starts to get dizzy and, uh, she needs air. She needs pills. And uh, Rico's struggling to get the pills out. And it's this whole crazy moment. And uh, she asks him just to hold her. And, uh, yeah, I was surprised, like, we didn't see, like, her pass out. Or, we didn't get... or you know, what she could have done, which yeah. would have made everybody rejoice, she could have had some kind of hyperactive heart attack. Yeah, that would I have was, been believable. I was thinking. I and was that's totally completely medically plausible. That. It would have been so good. I thought for sure she was going to have a heart attack, and I was going to be so happy. Hmm. Nope. Wow, we can't have multiple deaths in an episode. Hey, it would be a a really cool new twist, because then the screen would fade to white, and it would say, Vanessa, what's her name? (laughs) Uh, Wouldn't that have been great? Yes. Wow, there's so much Diaz hate. Yes, there is. <laughs> I mean, why? How how can you not hate them? Seriously, Simone oh. Simone uh, uh, was on the last episode and professed to love at least Rico. Simone's Simone's a crazy Australian. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I was editing the episode and she called. She goes, "I love my crazy little Mexican," and I forgot. To, I, I I I totally spaced, but I was like, "Wait, Rico's Puerto Rican, Simone." I know. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> And now she's feeling silly. I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking of it either. <clears throat> All right. So uh, we're back at the Fisher residence and Ruth apparently let Russell in, just kind of wander. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Claire says, I can't be with someone so confused. He's like, why does this keep happening to me? She's not some nurse that's here to take care of the misfit. Um, and Russell's like, come on, we're both crazy. We're fucked up artists. We have to be together. And he cut his heart out just to be with her. <laughs> and Claire goes to cry on the sun porch. And strangely enough, as she walks by crying, Ruth breaks down. 
Everybody's crying like sissies. They're having very bad relationship days. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, I'd have cried too if I just had to do that Mm. with my ex and I only just found out he cheated on me and I have to cut him out of my heart even though I know I really care for him. I was proud of Claire because of her ability to recognize her pattern. Mm -hmm. Uh I was proud of Claire for not taking him back, you know, for being strong enough to say... No. But it takes a lot out of you, so she's entitled to shed a few, I think. It's, it was just too mm-hmm. much um, in one episode for me. But it was fresh. It just happened. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean um, I'm just saying sometimes stuff like that happens to people and they literally cry for days. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> in secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in their Into their com- pillow at night. <laughs> no one can see. Yeah. Yep. That's where you need to do it. Not on the TV show, damn it. <laughs> well, luckily, I don't have their television shows. I can cry wherever I want to. <laughs> Says, stop telling Gabby when to cry. Yeah, don't Gabby. tell me what I can't do. <laughs> Gabby, do not cry right now. Wait till we're done recording, Gabby. You know what? Gabby's got a whole set of these really cool jungle knives. <laughs> like John Locke. And you better be careful. Don't tell her what she can't do. It's and then, scared of Gabby. The sound of a knife. It's so true. <laughs> How did you know? She was supposed to tell everybody my cool jungle knives in my in my uh, walkabout. All right, all right, I'm stopping this right now. Okay, so <laughs> the next scene <clears throat> after pulling ta- put, putting Taylor to bed, uh, David goes off with uh, Lucille so Keith can talk to Roderick, and um, he cal- tells him that he's in therapy and. He says, you know, you were abusive and he, he wants to forgive him so they can have a real relationship while they still have time. And Roderick gets really offended about this and asks him to thank him and apologize for Duh. being gay. <laughs> since since when do um, abusive parents, uh, you know, feel bad about things? They are, they never feel bad. They always feel like they did, you know, they yeah, did the right thing. Yeah, never, never, never. Well, yeah. after hearing, you know, that Roderick was showing his softer side, I, I think Keith was encouraged a bit. I don't think he was intending to do this, but, you know. Anyway, so uh, things get a little bit physical. And then David jumps in. And... Mistake. Moira? <laughs> oh, and... Keith tells him that mind your own business. This has nothing to do with you. This is my family. Good God, mm. Keith. I just, I That's completely. That's what Keith said. It's not, you know, I mean, David, it's not something that doesn't concern him. However, David should have kept out of it and let the family deal with it themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, oh, I don't think so. I don't agree at all. I think uh-uh. that the way they were going, he needed to intervene because they were about to start fighting. And I thought he had every right to tell the dad, fuck you. You've been an asshole because he loves Keith mm-hmm. and he's, and he's uh-huh. angry about how Keith has been hurt. And the dad is being a complete asshole. So mm-hmm. sorry. I disagree. With yes, him. I think he had every nothing, right to step in. There's nothing worse than somebody Stepping in and when you're in the middle of something like that, trying to protect you because it feels like you cannot, you know, like you're not 
tough enough to fight your own fight. But he was being supportive. They're a couple. Exactly. And Keith is an asshole. <laughs> oh my and, God. and Keith yeah. had let David in on what his reasoning was and what his plan was and what he was trying to accomplish. It's not like Keith, or it's not like David didn't know. Mm-hmm. So to watch it all go to, to hell in a handbasket would be a little harder to stand there and watch. And, and I think because really the dad is an asshole and it isn't going to work. Yes. And but, Keith, you shouldn't you be dissing what? him for try- for loving you and, and wanting to be on your side. Like, he should have been able to recognize that with all of his freaking therapy. I agree, but I still don't think David should have stepped in. Because, you know what? No matter how shitty your parents are, they're your parents. And a lot of times, even when they're shitty parents, you don't want other people, you know, talking smack about them. Because I know a lot of people who had really shitty parents, and yet, if I said anything about it, they would get very upset. You know what I mean? Well... It's- uh, I, then I think they need to mature more. Can I can I be the deciding what? factor That's in this, crazy. or just say I'm the deciding factor, and you guys can still keep your own <laughs> points of view? If you want, but we're not like we're not doing battle and like having a winning side. We have differing opinions. That's all right. Yeah, we're allowed to do that. I'm just trying. Yeah. To, I'm just trying to step in the middle with you two. You know, just you know, Des, you're being an ass, and uh, Moira, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just being David. Okay. Hey, Robin. Okay, Gabby, Robin. now you have to yell at Robin. Robin. <laughs> yeah. What what gives you the right to talk to them like that? Yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah. And now Des and I are gonna go over and snuggle together, so there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so what is your my Robin? my opinion is a, a mix of both of yours actually. It's um David should have stepped in because it was getting physical. But he should not have then said all the stuff that he said. I think I think he should have been like, "Well, okay. guys, you know, st- you know, cool it, you know, this is, go to your go to your corners." This is where I, I agree with you, Robin. Yeah. I agree with you completely. That's exactly exactly how I feel like it should have been. Mm-hmm. You win. Moyer doesn't <laughs> think I win, but <laughs> fine. I don't need to win. Let's <laughs> go to two hours, so I'm gonna just. You know, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, um, so Nate is tired of baby tunes, and I totally agree with him. I love. <laughs> it's like you know, yes. you gotta put the crap, like the lullabies aside and whatever, and time to rock out, you know. And that's that's what he does with Maya uh, to X's Los Angeles, which is an awesome song. Yeah, that's a cute scene. Then Brenda shows up. Oh, uh, he thought he thought it was the pizza guy. Did the pizza ever show up? I I, I have to know because <laughs> I did not see the pizza guy show up. That's what you're taking away from this episode. <laughs> yes. Ever show up? That's that that I think question? I was I was oblivious that there even was an issue of a pizza guy. <laughs> I know. I just watched it this morning again. I'm like. And I'm like, what? There was a mention of a pizza guy? What's the one? (laughs) (laughs) What kind of pizza was it? I don't know. We'll never know. It was pepperoni because he told Maya, he's like, are you ready for your first taste of pepperoni? Look, I'm all about the pizza, okay? I was hungry. I wanted a pizza after that. 
<laughs> and Trump's never a pizza. It devastated me. <laughs> oh my god! So was it a Hawaiian pizza? It was pepperoni. No, it was pepperoni. My favorite type of pizza. Des Sod. Um. <laughs> I can't. It's too important. <laughs> it's SOP, suspension of pizza. Okay. <laughs> so before we get too far to Nate and Brenda, we go back to Ruth and Claire, who are uh, hanging out in Claire's room. And uh, Ruth confesses to Claire all about what's been going on. And uh, she tells her also, you know, she got pregnant the first time she had sex with uh, Nate Sr. And it changed her life forever. They were actually in love at first. They grew apart, but he would always be the greatest love of her life. Um, <clears throat> and Claire starts kind of uh, feeling bad about her father again and says she, you know, she wished she didn't take him for granted. And um, Ruth starts talking about him as well and says, you know, he's always going to be the one who knew her as young and pretty. And Claire says, you're beautiful. That's why men are always falling all over you. Go ahead. After she told her she was beautiful, she should have showed her that picture because she did kind of look ethereal in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It would have, you know, I mean, but. um, I think it's ethereal, by the way. It is. Yes, it is. I was like, what is it? It's The problem is I am talking and doing something else at the same time. Oh, I'm so happy about that. I'm so glad you're focused in. (laughs) She's giving this podcast her undivided attention. I'm sorry. My computer started doing something wrong and I had to deal with it. So I couldn't, I can't think when I'm uh, doing two things, like I can't pronounce Uh words correctly. But anyways, you know what would have been really great for this little bonding session? What's that? A pepperoni. Oh, they were going to say pie. Anyway, <laughs> I like that this. Gone right <sighs> I like this I did very too. much. Every yeah. time Claire and her mom do this closeness bit, mm-hmm. it just tugs at my little heartstring. And Ruth's like, "Well, what do, what am I going to do about Arthur?" And Claire says, "Run." <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, Claire's laughing. She says she feels sorry for Arthur, and Claire admits she feels sorry for Russell. And uh, Ruth focuses in on focus. Focuses. See, I can't even pronounce things. I'm totally focused on this. Yeah, there, I said focus. There we go. Focus. 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 <laughs> Ruth, Ruth focuses correct. in on what Claire's talking about, and you know, she says that guys can see what an angel Claire is, and uh, um, yeah, she says, "Why do you like Claire?" Say, I'm a terrible note taker. Apparently, so why do you like screwed up guys? We all want to be loved. Mm. Yeah, um, she said something. Oh, what was it? There was something she said. I don't know. I can't. I should have wrote it down. But she said something that was like so true of Ruth. Um, but Claire was talking about herself. Mm-hmm. Oh, she how she something about how she um, oh she falls for any guy who shows her affection. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, I was like, thank you. Yeah, that's totally true. But you know what? That's so true about Ruth too. <laughs> like thanks. mother, like daughter. Yeah, thanks for she, about she, that was cute. She fended off Nikolai it, for a while. But at least it shows Claire it, um, recognizing it, it. Yeah. 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 But see, she fended off Nikolai because she had just lost her husband and she was still with the guy she was having an affair on her, with her husband with. His, you know? his so name was Hiram she and don't you ever forget him. Yeah, I can't remember it. Okay. So she was she was with Hiram, so it, she didn't need anybody. If she would, had been sig- single, 
I almost said signal. If she, she can't talk, if she had been single when um, what's his face came along, um, Nikolai. Shit, Hiram, Nikolai, Nikolai. Thank Nikolai. you, Nikolai. One pizza, pepperoni, stats. Yeah, seriously, not I'm the best Sunday night. But anyways, if if she had been single when Nikolai came along, she probably would have fallen for him right away. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, because it's the man showing her attention and all that stuff. Yeah. Right. Did Did Rico's wife give you pills, Des? <laughs> <laughs> she did. She gave me a mix of some kind of cocktail. A little um, cocktail, have, like, a little Celexa, a little Xanax. They just have, like, two X's on them. I don't know if that's... You know, <laughs> <laughs> she starts saying she's really thirsty. We know what's going on. <laughs> now I need a pepperoni pizza. She's getting really affectionate with the pizza. <laughs> yes, I want to make out with it. <laughs> Are you Billy? No, you can make out with Billy. That would be fine for us to make out. Speaking of, uh, so yeah, our our strong Brenda is not feeling so strong right now. She uh, says she feels like an idiot for hoping things would actually turn out good, and uh, Nate says she's a good person that deserves to be happy. Brent, (laughs) and. She's not a bad person, really. She's not. She may have done some bad things, but she's not a bad person. And she really has matured. And, you know, she's a much better person than she used to be. So shut up, Gabby. <laughs> I agree with Des 100%. Uh, the claws are coming out. Okay, I'm just going to make a note of all this. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's what happens when I don't get my pizza, okay? Damn it, you smug undertaker. You, know. <laughs> so she's I, a ju- I, you with your crystal ball for She's a funeral director. <laughs> oh, funeral director. I want to I wanna, I wanna talk I about I can't Lisa. talk either. I've had some of Vanessa's crack. Vanessa's <laughs> crack? <laughs> All right. That's what she's on. All right. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. They have a little quiet moment after uh, they each compliment each other. And then she gets up. It's time to go. Um, and she's... And I was thinking that she wasn't going to and something was going to happen. And then she stood up and said, it's time to go. I was like, good girl. You know, mm-hmm. I'm really proud of them. <laughs> And then boom. Yeah. <laughs> they hug and then they fall into a kiss. They pull apart and then they kiss again. And Brenda is completely disgusted she... with herself and leaves. Yeah, see Gabby? She's a good person now because she felt really, really bad because he's married. I don't there care. You go. <laughs> Gabby, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not changing my mind. <laughs> I don't like her. I don't you... like her. Gabby, when you're watching the first time, did you hate her at this point, or is it just like... I gotta be honest, I literally have always hated her, and there's no... I have never, ever liked her, ever, never, ever. See, I... Okay, I quite like her at this point, and it's like, I I hate, um... What's her name on Buffy? Faith. I hate Faith. Oh, I can't stand her. Wish she'd just never, ever show up again. All right, I'm about to hang up. Well, and all these and all these faith lovers, it's got to be from some kind of crap that happens in the future that I haven't seen yet, I suppose. But with Brenda at this point, I think she's, you know, made a lot of gains. I'm so. not going to tell anybody that they can't think whatever they want to think. <laughs> all I'm telling you is, I'm from day one, I've never liked Brenda Chenoweth. 
I will tell people they can't think that, but I won't mean it because I, I totally think yeah. everybody's And it's okay that you don't like Brenda Gabby. I just was harassing you. And yeah, oddly enough, I like Billy. <laughs> so <laughs> you do or you don't. Always had, I've always had yeah. a in my heart for him. I think of course, I Billy, hated him at first, but I like him now. I always Billy, but I think Brenda's a better person than Billy from the beginning. So that's I think that's funny that you like. They're both damaged. They're both damaged yeah. in their own very special ways. Yeah. Special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some, some ways require more medication than yes. others. Yes. <laughs> so Nate locks the child gate, and uh, in the next scene, uh, Patrick is waiting for Lee to walk in mm. on them when they were kissing. Mm. I was. I really. You thought, thought Lisa was walk in? Sorry, you cut out. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. Yes. I had that same instinct. Mm. Yes, That's because creepy. we do that a lot, guys. We have the same instinct. It's funny. You know, we're on the same mind. But you know how she just got over the whole Brenda thing? Yes. So I thought for sure she was going to walk in and just boom, all that, you know, getting over it out the window. Mm. Yeah. But no, fortunately not. No, she's off watching the wave somewhere. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. off abandoning husband and child she left them i swear she left let's wait till the end for this part patrick picks david up at the at the bus station okay it's from the gay men's chorus right and he's the guy several several episodes ago had first invited david out for a drink and then david couldn't go is that the same guy it was him and it was him and Terry, I think. Yeah. He, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Now Terry, our kids, I think Patrick's had a thing for David from that. Yeah. Patrick was the one who right? approached him in the court scene. Yeah. Is yeah. Patrick is Patrick and Terry? They're not together. No. Because it always seems like it's Terry and Patrick. Terry and Patrick. Yeah. Terry and Patrick. But I don't think they're a couple. I wasn't sure if they were a couple. They're or not. bros. Yes, I, David needs to be a couple with Patrick. <laughs> I agree. He seems he's like adorable. a nice guy. He's adorable yeah. and they like gay bars, and I don't think he wants twenty-seven. <laughs> reasons that david doesn't want and yeah 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 and i bet they'd walk next to each other holding hands instead of making the other person walk faster which is so douchey yes and i bet you they don't need therapy to have a relationship yes exactly i bet if they had some kind of misunderstanding they could just have a discussion and work it out themselves maybe maybe david and keith need to use the pyramid yes <laughs> the pyramid. So uh, Nate calls Lisa's sister Barb, and Lisa still hasn't arrived. He calls Lisa's I, cell. Wait, wait. Did she never arrive at the sisters? Because I thought it sounded like she had already left the sisters. No, she hadn't had arrived. arrived. She hadn't arrived. Never... Oh, was it the same night? Yes. Was it the night she yep. was supposed to arrive? Yep. Okay, because I was yeah. confused. I thought this was the end of the weekend by now when she was supposed to be coming home. This is and all one day. Left. No, that, no, this is all one day. Just well, that day. doesn't... Hey. That, you, know, you guys need to tell me this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Not good. Well, fixating on the pizza... <laughs> <laughs> he calls Lisa's cell and gets Lisa her voicemail and leaves her a message. And uh, we get a little bit of a ending montage. Vanessa is passed out in bed. Rico covers her up. Um, actually, I, was that a hotel room? I'm thinking Rico no, thought I he was going to get lucky. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't think it was. Like a pre-arranged hotel room. It wasn't like he was like, oh my gosh, she's all messed up. I should... Yeah. I don't know. Um, no, I assume they were home. <laughs> 
Claire, uh, yeah, so. Claire wakes yeah. up and finds Ruth sleeping in her bed. So cute. <laughs> that was really cute. Wait, back up. Mm. Like Rico would spring for a hotel room? <laughs> Are you kidding? Seriously. If, seriously. Please. Cheap bastard. I think he yeah. wanted to celebrate, maybe. I don't know. Maybe he, maybe uh. he got a group on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Arthur turns off the light and sits in the dark. Aww. Uh, Brenda checks into a hotel. Aww. Uh, and Nate. She, oh, why didn't she go to um, Margaret's? That's what I was wondering. Maybe she's afraid Olivia's she has, still there, still spraying yeah. Margaret. <laughs> Ew. And uh, Nate is leaving another message, and he says he's starting to worry. And then he cuddles with Maya, and. End credits. Okay. Can I yeah. can I set my th- theories now? Because the first one is that she took off and left them. The second one is she's dead in a ditch somewhere, and that's what I'm hoping. You have to commit to one theory. No, I don't have to commit. You to can't crash. be like I think. Uh, okay. <laughs> there are a list of these things. I'm committing to one. Okay, because she left the house. She went to the beach. You know, and she called him from the beach, so well, she, apparently Oceanside, she yeah. was, you know, okay at that point. So I'm going to say she left them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Left. And I have a funny, hinky feeling that she offed herself. Mm. <gasps> That'd be awesome. I don't know why exactly. <laughs> I can't rationally explain it, but huh. I just, it, like, okay, it was so out of character for her not to leave a list for Nate. For her to sort of say, yeah, whatever, manana, that's not Lisa. Yes, yes, And exactly. um, so I had this, and then the way she was staring at the ocean, I I figured we were going to see a scene where she walks into the waves. You know the way people always kill themselves on TV, but well, like, like, how would you ever really well, do that? Well, I was going to ask you guys if you remembered the, Nate's little dream of walking into the waves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, that's my theory. I think she killed herself. Killed herself, ran away. Um, Gabby, Very what are your thoughts? No, I mean, she could have just had a traffic accident, but that doesn't seem yeah, dramatic enough for yeah. six feet under her. Right. Yeah. No, especially the way she left, you yeah. know. But I, I don't know if she would have left Maya, so that's why, but... You got it? Because maybe she feels like he's capable now. He can take care of her. That was kind of what she was saying to him. Maybe. Yeah, okay. you've got this. Okay. I, I can right, leave I'm now. The, I'm going with the, the left then still. Well, you're, you're probably right, because I don't think they've been giving us any hints that um, Lisa was suicidal. I mean, I realize I'm out on a limb here, but what the hell? What are crazy, wacky theories for, if not to be out on a limb? Um, <laughs> alien abduction. Backplot theories, you know? Besides, what? my Olivier screwed with um, um, Russell while Claire was in Az- Azusa, was correct, totally so hey. Correct. Totally correct. I was in denial. That's all. You were, you poor thing. Because you liked them so much. You liked them together way more than I ever did. But I did. And, you know, it wasn't really the relationship so much as the friendship, you know? Yeah, see, I'm with you. If they'd stayed, yeah, if they'd stayed friends, I would have been all Russell all the time. But, yeah. (laughs) I think you guys are. With the greasy hair, because you don't care about the greasy hair when he's your friend, right? When you have to stroke it, that it's gross. (laughs) I think you guys are kind of not coming back to the real question of this episode though what's that yeah, where's, the, where's pizza? the pizza guy yeah. <laughs> where the pizza at yeah where the pizza you know yeah, what maybe wait a minute maybe that's what happened Lisa <gasps> intersected the pepperoni pizza and she freaked out because it wasn't organic 
Oh my god, she would have gone crazy, absolutely crazy, because she would have thought Maya's lips were going to touch that pizza. Oh my gosh! God, but Maya's vegan baby. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Or alien abduction. I mean, how come nobody's picking up on that? (laughs) There have been signs since day one. That would be too awesome. (laughs) Or maybe she returned to her home planet. (laughs) She was only here on Earth for a certain amount of time in order to have a baby. Spawn uh, in order to spawn and then go back to her. What is she, the Virgin Lisa? <laughs> um, no, can we have a, a show of hands on the likelihood of Keith and David remaining a couple? Uh, you can't I see my hand. Not likely. Uh, uh, not I likely. can't. Yeah. Say anything. So you both think not likely <laughs> going to keep being a couple? Not. They likely. probably will, just because they shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's frustrating is I was just starting to come around, or have been for a while. I've been more in the Keith and David court, you know, being willing to see them. And then this, we keep seeing these stupid glimpses of season one Keith, and he just irritates me so much mm-hmm. um, that I, I, yeah, I'm ready to be done with him again. I want to see, I'm voting for, um, you know, Pavid, <laughs> Patrick and David. <laughs> yeah. I want Pavid. David. Okay, so <laughs> let's take a quick Break and listen to uh, a promo by from What's On with Steph and Des. Not enough time to follow your favorite shows. Too busy to figure out what's worth watching? Well, let these ladies do the watching for you. My name is Steph. And my name is Des. If it's on, they watch it. Saturday Night Live. Being Human. Lost Girl. Dexter. Eureka. The Walking Dead, Grey's Anatomy, Parks and Rec, Survivor, Modern Family, Merlin, Friday Night Lights. They'll parse the good. But, but I loved it. it was, I enjoyed it. It was great. <laughs> I was like, whoa. You know, <clears throat> I was not expecting that at all. So I, I, I like that. The bad. I just was not interested in any of this. So long and not good. And it was like, oh, come on. And the downright awful. I groaned. I was like, oh, I can't stand her face. That was terrible. That was absolutely terrible. So tune in weekly to What's On with Steph and Des for all your television needs. Available on iTunes or directly at what's on with Steph and Des.blogspot.com. Right. <laughs> and we're back. And <laughs> That was the best. Honestly, if there's a podcast that I could listen to right now over a pizza pie, it would be What's On with Stefan Des. It goes better with pizza than any other podcast, really. (laughs) That should be your tagline. (laughs) What's On with Stefan Des? It goes better with pizza than any other podcast. What's On with Stefan Des? No anchovies. (laughs) Unless you like them. Extra pepperoni for everyone. <laughs> okay, so uh, time for Fisher of the Week. And I think we should start off with our guest, Gabby, and talk to us to talk to us and tell us what is your Fisher of the Week and why? My Fisher of the Week is... You want to say oh, Maya? Yeah, you kind of Maya do. Fisher of the Week, gotcha. Maya Fisher of the... Well, yes, 
is Ms. Maya because she's the cutest little baby. Isn't she? <laughs> I love her. She's not that cute. <laughs> baby should be on every show. All I know is she makes even the saddest scenes happy <laughs> because she's just way too cute. She's adorable. You know why I'm dying here? I think Maya's had more votes than any other Fisher this season. <laughs> <laughs> that child brings so much joy into the world when there's so much sadness going on around her. <laughs> Really? <laughs> She's so freaking cute. Des acts as if she didn't vote for Maya last week. I only did because everybody else is lame, and she was just there. You were so. won over by her, her, her cuteness, her little. I said not for her big eyes. <laughs> baby, as I do Maya. <laughs> So, okay, one vote for Maya, and I know we're going to be doing shots this week. I know it. Des, come on. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with... Lenny? Len, <laughs> I like to be Len. Say Lisa. Damn it. Claire. Len. Claire, okay. Um, yeah, because, you know, she was... Uh, she didn't take Russell back after he... You know, hurt her, and because um, her and her mom had bonding time, which was absolutely adorable. I love when they have bonding time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen often enough. Yeah, that was one of my favorite scenes in the entire show. Mm-hmm. Was That's there absolutely. Moira, Daz, I totally side with you. I'm for Claire for exactly the same reasons. That line where she screams at Russell, you are an asshole. Don't call me ever. And then she, you know, she follows through and she's strong and she turfs him and says, yeah, if you cut out your heart, I guess you'd be dead. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. And and the bonding scene with her mom, which always, as I said, it tugs on my little heartstrings. So absolutely Claire. Oh, plus she looked hot. She looked beautiful too, Mm -hmm. again. Yeah. I think perhaps we just like Claire better when she's not in a relationship. <laughs> no, it's, it's not that. No? Not for me, anyway. It may be for me, because I loved her this episode, and uh, I was very, very happy. Um, of course, Moira stole my quote. Um, not that we have a quote section. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I, it's great, and I see that she's at least recognized that uh, she's got a douchebag problem, and uh... <laughs> she can probably use some mass and gill for that. <laughs> <laughs> it has been confirmed. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, definitely Claire. So we can't do shots, but we can't be ruined it. <laughs> Sorry, I was just overwhelmed by the cuteness. That is Maya Fisher. (laughs) We have some listener eulogies to get to, and in fact, I think we have something from Claire this time. (laughs) I unfortunately had to edit out what she contributed last week, which was a whole pile of nothing. Um, (laughs) But I'm hoping that something happens here tonight for her feedback let me see i'm bringing it up 
Hello, Fisher Cast. It's me, Claire. Ha ha. Um, I thought I would uh, phone in and leave you some feedback regarding the episode Everyone Leaves. Um, I tried to leave you some for last week's episode, but unfortunately it didn't work, so I'm sorry. Um, so, speaking of last week's episode, uh, as you'll know by now, unfortunately the opening in the title of the episode, the opening, didn't refer to the giant chasm that uh, opened up in the ground and swallowed Lisa. Unfortunately. Oh, but, you know, Nate can't get hold of her this week um, when she's visited her sister. So I do hope that nothing has happened to Lisa because that would uh, really, really upset me. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, um, so after like, it it feels like not that much big stuff happened in like the last few episodes. And in this one, there is tons and tons of stuff. It just feels like they're really gearing up for you know the um going towards the end of the season um with the whole stuff with um, Russell and Olivier did any of you guys guess that what was going to happen I think you did I think um you just didn't want it to happen um Olivier really reminds me of my uh, old art teacher when I was at art college um in that he would he was a manipulative bastard as well um and would have irritated Robin as much as Olivier irritates him um so much so that I remember my teacher like you know just yelling at us and telling us we were all crap and just playing mind games and screwing a lot of the students as well unfortunately um what else happened? Oh, you've got the whole thing with Vanessa collapsing. Um, yeah, not good, but, you know, I care more about Vanessa than I do Rico at this stage. Billy and Brenda. Oh, so gross. HBO, why are you obsessed with incest? <laughs> oh, it all goes a bit carnival in that point. Um, also, that film that they're watching, the animated Nathaniel and Isabel, just looks terrible. Um so obviously that's pushed Brenda back towards Nate, um, just as Lisa seems to have gone missing. Mm, wonder what's going to happen there. And then we get all the stuff with Keith and his dad as well, and it just feels like they just threw in everything into this episode. Um, the starting start death, I don't think, was that great. It was a bit. Meh. Um, I really liked the one from last week uh, with the the woman in the garage. I remember. Uh, I didn't get a chance to rewatch that episode, but I remember um, that had a big kind of impact to me as one of the the deaths from the the series. Um, did anything else happen? Uh, well, Claire's ended with um, ended her relationship with Russell, so. I guess that's the end of that storyline. Um, I think that's it. Um, but yeah, uh, I really hope that Lisa's sister calls back next week and says that Lisa's fine because I don't want anything to happen to Lisa. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. But uh, keep up the great job. Love the podcast. And I'll speak to you guys soon. You're all awesome. Bye. <laughs> So, I'm is like, that the end of it? Did she in- unintentionally spoil us? Hmm? Hmm? What? So, is that the end of the whole um, Claire and Russell? I think Claire I was like... toying with us a bit, yeah. <laughs> from my point of view. <laughs> or, or it might have meant that's what she was hoping that it was the end. <laughs> I like her mwahaha. <laughs> yeah. She did say mwahaha at, at the end of that. You can't trust anything, uh, especially from someone who calls a garage a garage. I just can't support that, Claire. I'm sorry. 
anyway, <laughs> so uh, who wants to read the shortest feedback ever? Is it from? It's from Tammy, who sent it in like uh, maybe a half hour ago. She actually Skyped me while we were recording and uh, did a mini Carmi attack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read Tammy's and then um, Moira can have Brad's because I did it last week. All right. Now she said she said okay sent mainly to bother Des smiley face. So uh Oh god. <laughs> Let's see what she says then. Oh look it's titled Shortest Feedback Ever. <laughs> That's I, I don't know. Uh is this shorter than the one that Steph sent in a couple weeks a couple episodes ago? <laughs> that it was pretty pretty tiny. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tammy says, haven't watched the episode you are recording for. Just want to say, I love Arthur and Ruth, all in caps. Uh, Carmi attack over, Tammy. Tammy, your face, okay? <laughs> Tammy, that's just sick. Sick and twisted. <laughs> yes. It's so gross, Tammy. Why uh, do you love gross No, stuff? it's fun and interesting, but I'm so glad it's done. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There is just their passion just lights up the screen. <laughs> Can you imagine them having sex? It would be so strange. Awkward? Like, like awkward automatons, you know? Okay, please insert um, object A into slot B. Thrust and repeat. You know, it would just be so awful. <laughs> Oh. That sounds hot. This <laughs> is such a sexy podcast. <laughs> wow. Dirty sexy intro cast. Uh, <laughs> that one. So, um, why can't I ever read Brad's emails? Because you know what? You get to talk through the whole damn show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brad, lovely Brad writes to us. I love this because he knew we were recording at 8 o'clock, and the time this sucker clocked in was 7.53 p.m. Aw, thank you, Brad. I love you, Brad. Okay, everyone leaves when their siblings start getting handsy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Rico, most observant husband on the planet. (laughs) (laughs) As bizarre as both relationships are, I feel like Claire and Ruth are both hugely overreacting. I have no clue what the draw of either Russell or Arthur was to begin with, but I think their reasons for ending both relationships is questionably sudden, considering how much each of them wants to be in a relationship with someone as desperate as themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Claire is obviously going to discover she's pregnant in the next couple of episodes, isn't she? Oh, God, please no. Boy. (laughs) God, not another baby. That would kill Dad. Yeah, I, I'll be done. That happens. Oh, little so red locks. <laughs> In what possible way did Keith think confronting his abusive father would give him any decent outcome? That's just a horrifically here, here. naive idea. It is not going to make your life better to forgive an abusive parent, and they are not deserving of it. Trust. It's just pathetic and unnecessary. Let the old man rot and then piss on his grave. <laughs> yep. Please tell me Lisa isn't coming back for a while. <laughs> Can her lifeless body please wash up at the top of the next step? <laughs> oh, that would be 
fucking awesome. That would be the best thing ever. Perfect. Uh, this, uh, nobody cares about Lisa, right? <gasps> Say what? She's fantastic. Really? <laughs> no, really? You like her? I have her? no issues with Lisa. Okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I don't want to get into it again. <laughs> See last episode. <laughs> oh God! Um, that's the thing is, in a, in a Lisa versus um, <laughs> Brenda battle. Mm-hmm. In my mind, Lisa wins. <laughs> Make Lisa a million times better than Brenda. See, I feel the exact opposite. <laughs> Brenda a million times more on the screen than Lisa. Oh, God, please, yes. <laughs> Number one, I think um, Lisa is cuter. She's easier on the eyes. Ew. Ew, no. To me. <laughs> but... Um, of the two of them, granted, neither of the ladies are perfect, but <laughs> I hate Lisa way less than I hate Brenda. Oh, I hate Lisa with a passion that just, it's unbelievable. I think she's misunderstood. I think she is, like, um, the worst character ever. <laughs> well, on that note, let's move into our last rites. Uh, our final thoughts on the episode and the ratings. So, uh, we doing guests first again? Yes. Yeah. Sure. We're a polite podcast, yeah. Bye. <laughs> oh, no, no. Go talk amongst yourselves. It's okay. <laughs> no, no, really. Gabby's first. <laughs> My, uh it's so hard to say anything because I know what happens next. <laughs> you have to rate the episode. But I will. You don't, you're not so supposed to make I, any predictions. I know. <laughs> so I am going to give Okay. So a lot of stuff happened in this episode. It was chock full of goodness mm. and chock full of Maya. Yes. <laughs> And um and the scene with um <laughs> the scene with um you know the mother mother daughter bonding chit chat always warms the heart. So I am going to in the sets up for some things. So I'm going to give this a nine out of ten serendipitous journeys. Excellent. Mm. Excellent. Uh, let's go for Moira next. Alrighty, I love this episode. I agree. Chalk full of all kinds of goodness. The pots are all boiling. We're stirring away. We're waiting to see what concoction is going to be brewed. I'm just so excited to know what's going to happen next. And I really liked um, Brad's version. But anyway, uh, so I won't I won't belabor it. But for all those good reasons, all the stuff you just said, Gabby, I love this episode. I'm going to give it nine out of ten tense unanswered voicemails. Oh, da 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 I said with hope. <laughs> des des Desiree, des des Desiree. <laughs> uh, best song ever, by the way. <laughs> Maybe you should um, play her theme so... at some point, Robin. Never. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes, you should. Maybe, maybe you know me. that big pause between, I'm Robin and this is my Undertaker's Moira and... <laughs> Put it right there. What is she? What is this? Wrestling? Like she needs an entrance music? I do because I am that big of a deal. Okay, and I don't know how I'm doing this podcast still when I am not getting the uh, what's it, the fanfare I'm due. Okay, um, <laughs> it's like it's like I'm walking away. I'll get some fanfare. Damn it! Yeah, you get your fanfare, um, and I want my medical theme. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, so this episode lost points for having Keith's family because I really don't care about them. Um, and it lost points for, oh, incest because that's disgusting. But it, uh, it gained points for mother-daughter bonding for, um, what else did I like about it? Oh, I like that it looks like Ruth is over her seriously inappropriate crush on Arthur. Um, also, um, I liked Brenda in this episode again. Um, and, uh, Lisa may be gone forever, which gives it like an extra five points, um, which only brings it up to like mm, seven out of 10 undelivered pepperoni pizzas that better be free. Cause it's been more than 30 minutes. Um, I love this episode. I am so happy. I, 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 I'm so happy that, uh, whenever we have to take a one week break, that it's always like some sort of ridiculous cliffhanger, like, you know? And I <laughs> oh, love that. It like, didn't stress me out too much. Like, like I, like, like, like you guys, like Moira was saying, like all the pots are boiling, you know, like every storyline has been like engaged, you know, it's not like anything was like kind of left off. Um, everything is just kind of going wild and uh and then you know when we come back um we'll we'll get set in for the next three episodes last three of the season death three of lisa right the death of lisa <laughs> the let's hope wow we need to have an opening funeral sequence where you know it's lisa's name up there you guys are cold yeah. des des i believe you're rooting for her to be just running off right is that no, no, that's my prediction. That is not my hope. <laughs> wow. Robin. It's like it's like when you're doing the Oscar picks, you're like, Okay, I really want this to win, but I'm gonna accept that this is probably gonna happen. That's pretty much it. Yes. I want her to be dead, but I I'm pretty sure that's not gonna happen. So well, yeah. I'm gonna give this uh since I think it's an awesome episode, I'm gonna give it ten out of ten ocean views. Oh. And uh, and uh, yeah, let's bury this Barbie doll. And please visit us on iTunes. Please leave us a star rating. Please leave us a review. Thank you. <laughs> That's pretty much okay. <laughs> um, you can visit us at fishercast.blogspot.com. Uh, uh, you can leave us a voicemail at five four one two embalm. Is that correct? Um, I am not at my computer right now. <laughs> That's <laughs> good. Going... What... Okay, I'm going by memory. What um, are the numbers? You can visit us. What? Oh, I, <laughs> I don't even know that when I'm looking at it, okay? <laughs> uh, also, visit us on the Facebook. Or you can email us at fishercast1 at gmail.com. You can leave us a voice memo the way Claire did and email it in because it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And thank you, thank you, thank you, Gabby, for coming by. And 
just well, again, cooing over they, the baby with me and uh, <laughs> and defending Lisa. Yes, bringing your Lisa love. <laughs> we welcome we welcome all opinions here on Fishercast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we take uh, we take opinions. Wait too. a minute, you do Are not you? welcome all opinions because somebody tells somebody else to shut up. Yeah. But whatever. Don't let me jump in between you guys <laughs> Wait, again. No, 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 no. Yes, I think it said did. I think, wasn't me. I think it said <laughs> shut it. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, 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 thank you for having me. <laughs> I hope you be able. To, I <laughs> thank you for welcoming in me into your happy home. <laughs> We're as dysfunctional as the fishers. We've got wine and pizza. That's true. Yes, you put the fun in the dysfunction. No, we put the fun in funerals. Or should I say, we put the fun in funerals? Spread our fun everywhere. Let's just say that, okay? Gabby, where can we find you on the web? You better list them all off. Abby. Oh my gosh, where can you find me? Um, I'm on the Twitter at, at BraWatch. Why am I at BraWatch? Well, it's because of this little podcast that I'm on, a potential cast. Um, there's not a lot of bra wearing in this season, so um, You're off I get duty. distracted by stuff like that, so i got to come up with something else. But anyway, um, a potential cast, which is a, um, a Buffy podcast, and then and then <laughs> Robin's favorite, Redemption cast, my favorite television show ever, Angel. Thank you. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> New ringtone. <laughs> yeah. Oh crap! <laughs> and then of course, Ms. Desiree and I um, have a, have a fun little ladies only sort of kind of podcast where we we talk about lady stuff. Uh, bitch, please. So apparently that's where I am. I'm on more podcasts now than Robin is. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Not for long. Not for long, Not though. Long. Oh my god, Gabby, I just realized, wait, you have a podcast with Robin, you have yes. a podcast with Desiree. I don't have a podcast with you. Right, there's a problem here. That's it. <laughs> you what? You can't take my doctor please idea. <laughs> Sorry. I think probably I think probably the listeners are more uh, irritated enough with listening to my doctor talk. They probably don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> I like your doctor talk. Oh yeah, I like it. I'm wondering yeah. if it's getting annoying. Send your feedback yeah. as to whether I'm getting annoying. Are too. you kidding me? <laughs> it's great because it gives us a little insight into how realistic they do things on the show, oh, okay. which to me is really interesting because oh. I always wonder, you know, because I don't know anything about you know medical stuff. So I'm watching. I'm like. Like, should I believe this? Should I not believe this? You know, I don't know what which way to go. So it helps me out a lot. Okay, good. Thank you, Des. There. De- Des, I'm sorry you just used up your plug time uh, by uh, reinforcing <laughs> Moira's ego. Uh, since your plug time has already been given to two other podcasts already. Uh, what, please. What's that? Bitch, please. Uh, uh, <laughs> Talk to please. Robin, don't be such a bitch, please. <laughs> Doctor, please. Uh, bitch, please. Did you want to plug anything else? No, no this week I pl- plug bitch, please, because Gabby's on. Aww. So with hey, what's on, you were double plugged. Plug- what? Yeah, when Steph's on, I'll do that one. Yeah. 
And may I say, Gabby and Des are delightful to listen to. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so if you've not listened, you need to listen. And you can find Moira handing out prayer cards with David at Aunt Jeannie's funeral. You can also find her on the Twitter at Moira Brown with an E at the end. Um, and <laughs> I always want to make up a different E word now, but I can't because I'm too distracted with all the B words I have to make up. So <sighs> Poor Robin. nobody knows my pain. <laughs> you can find me. We appreciate your creativity. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've got a B word for you if you need one, Robin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Is it bitch? No, 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 no. I'll see what he picks and then I can tell him after. <laughs> no, I already did that. I said oh. Barbie doll. Yeah. Oh, you did say Barbie, Barbie doll. I'm sorry. I forgot. I was going to go Bumblebee. Aw. Uh. Oh. <laughs> I like when it's relevant to the episode. Barbie. Well, they both were. Barbie was. I know. That's what I'm saying. I like it when they're relevant to the episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. <laughs> it uh, shows some effort on Robin's part. Thank you. As, as opposed to baboons. Because there <laughs> yes. were no baboons in this episode. If you haven't, if you haven't turned the podcast off by now, you can find me on Redemption Cast talking about how incredible Angel is and arguing with Gabby. You can find me coming up with my future project, Top Bunk, with my friend Lynn, where we talk about shit. You should have told you a bunk bed because then you could have had a bottom bunk. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it for FisherCast this week. Next week, actually, in two weeks, your homework is. Death works overtime with Oh good, that Matt. means Lisa's dying. Please let it be Lisa, please, please, please. Yes, it will be. It's oh gonna be Lisa. <sighs> oh, you, you bitches are mean. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's a tough business, a funeral business, Gabby. Get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not working out, Lisa. It's time to cut you off, you know what I'm saying? As for everyone leaves, we therefore commit this episode and podcast to the grounds. <laughs> ashes to ashes and dust to dust.